In the northwestern corner of the United States, just off the coast, is an island. This island is home to dark secrets, darker powers, and a small town. Greetings from stability. We're always here. Hello, and greetings from stability. We're always here. My name is Danny, and I will be your humble guide for your first visit here. Greetings from Stability is a shared universe actual play horror podcast. We're going to be playing a variety of scary role-playing games, all set in the same small island off the coast of the Pacific Northwestern United States. The history of Stability is full of unexplained events, unforeseeable tragedies, and entirely mundane human greed and cruelty. The games we play will be set throughout that dark history, and tied together through the people, places, and sinister corporate entities we've made. The first game we're going to be playing is Sleepaway by J. Dragon. The year is 1992, and Camp Mandrake is about to open its doors for what is going to turn out to be the last time. Camp counselors Phoebe, Jen, Aaliyah, Rowan, and Harper are going to try their best to make sure their campers have a great summer. But an ancient, unknowable creature haunts this camp. The Lindworm seeks to corrupt, to hurt, and to make you play a part in its cruelty. And it has an unwitting ally in the Gaia Corporation who cover up the horrors that happen at this camp. People may think Camp Mandrake is fun and safe, but the Lindworm is always here. So, I mean, I feel like with that, the frogs probably start to recede. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And probably all at all at once in um, uh, an unsettling unison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the idea of, like, the lake, actually the water sort of um, bubbling a little more and overfilling... And, and sort of pulling the frogs back down into the lake. Oh, yeah. 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 We get like a final moment where the entire surface of the lake is just frogs yeah. before they slowly sink under. Then the whimsy Gaia bouncy castle just sort of floats there in a, a, <laughs> a, a cheerful opposition to what we just saw. Yeah. I think Godot also sinks down into the lake, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe just before his head goes under, he coughs up the frog that was working in his throat. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> I think the frog, like, pulls itself out, too. Like, he coughs until it, it's... Uh, arms get out his mouth, and then it, the frog does the rest of the work. Yeah. Like uh, that. That is the right way to do it. So what do we think the next scene is? Oh. Oh, I... So, I feel like one of the the things that often comes up when I've played Sleepaway in the past is... Like the the reasonable kind of horror movie question, like 
why don't you just call somebody? Like, why aren't we sending these children home? And, you know, there, there's always kind of varying answers to that question. But uh, I like this is the first time where I'm in a situation where I am kind of playing a parental figure to a camper. So I, I would kind of maybe like to do a scene with Phoebe and Jen where, like, we, we kind of talk about what's happening. And, like, maybe Phoebe, like, you know, at, at the beginning of the, the the game, I think we said something like, like, no, like, while we're here at camp, uh, like, I'm going to treat you just like any other camper. But shit's getting real now. You're my stepdaughter. I, I need to take extraordinary steps to make you safe. And and if that yeah. means getting you out of here, then then that's what I'm. If that then that's what I'll have to do. Um. Yeah. I think uh, Jen's in a place where so much freaky shit is happening that are like old teenage grudges have melted away. It's just like right to I'm a kid. You're my mom. You're like the adult here. Like. Yeah, just um, all all angst and and rebelness has has been melted away by the fear of of events. So she's like, yeah, yeah, what? I yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to go home. Yeah, oh, I oh, and and I I I'm gonna do everything I can to get you out of here, kiddo. I mean, I, I, I can't abandon everybody else, but I can, I can do what I can to make sure uh, I get you out here and, and on your way, and then, and then we can come. Then I can come back to take care of the other kids. But I, I gotta pull the mom card. My priority is gonna be getting you somewhere safe. I mean, if you get me somewhere safe, we can get all the campers somewhere safe. It, it's, you know, um, uh, what, what about the, the buses? Uh, uh, can, can we, uh, are, are we without any, any cars or anything? I, I don't oh, want to take a boat. I'm not getting the, on the water. No, no, no. The, you see, the thing is that the, 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 the place that I know that's safe is, uh, it's not going to fit everybody. It's, it's really only gonna fit one person, and and uh, I think she kind of grabbed your your hand and is uh, taking you out to the the path covered in cairns that we established. Uh, so we're kind of like going through the woods and kind of come to this like outcropping of of rocks that are just sort of scattering the pathway. I'm going to invite the lindworm to act on the two of us. Perfect. As you are taking you me to the place you say is safe. The lindworm. Mm. Um, oh, wow. What a good time to... I was about to say, I, I feel like I should take a token because my lore is every time someone runs to the woods to escape a problem, they get a token. Oh, yeah, for sure. But the fact yeah. that the Lindworm got invoked immediately. <laughs> yeah. Nin. Uh -huh. <laughs> we yeah. Es escape one problem, find another problem. Yep. Okay. So I have the Jack of Clubs, the Four of Spades, and the five of clubs. Uh, so 
We have Jack of Boy, this is bad. Um, I think it's going to be the five of clubs, um, which is ghost stories, memories of past trauma, an extra camper who shouldn't be here. Who? And I will ask Phoebe, uh, were you ever a camper at Gaia or you started, uh, did you start like because Jen started going? Mm. Um, I, I don't think she was ever a camper, but I, I think she was a counselor before Jen started coming. And yeah, maybe in the previous year she worked were a little little lighter on the the nightmares, and so she thought it would be a a good way to bond with Jen is to invite her to this camp. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know of this like safe spot? How does how does Phoebe know about this safe spot? Hmm. Um, did you come here yourself to escape something bad before? Yeah, I, I think that's, that's what happened. Um, you know, Phoebe is, you know, more, more of a techno pagan, but she still has some kind of sense of the, the natural world and like where magic is just natural really stronger and i think there was a time where she was fleeing from something and um probably like actively sought out these cairns and um at that time kind of worked together a ritual that that saved her and i think her intent was to take you out here and work that same ritual again like it involves staying at the cairns for like un- until like nightfall and daybreak but so long as you're here you're safe mm-hmm. um i think you're just having a hard time convincing jen that like Going into deep dark woods because it's like, what what time of day is it? I think it got like cloudy and stormy, so it might be like afternoon, but like a dark afternoon, cloud cloudy afternoon. Yeah, yeah, and and with all of the frog stuff, I it's possible to have just lost track of time. You can't tell what time it is by looking at the sky anymore. Yeah, but it's like it's dark. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not nighttime, but it's dark and the woods are only like darker. And like Jen is like trusting you, but also like this where you're taking her is like freaking her out more and more. Um, and um, uh, she, I think, uh, runs into one of the campers. The two of us run into one of the campers. Mm. Uh, let's say Natalia, who snuck out. 
to uh, get away from the oh. other campers. Hey. Yeah. Oh wait, who? Or do you play <sighs> Natalia? Sorry, I, I play Natalia. Yeah, but oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Who was it? I said at the the end of the ritual was like kind of naturally talented in magic. Was that Antigone? I think so. Yeah. I also yeah, maybe, think that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah we were okay. So, and, and, yeah. Like maybe she, she's also kind of fled here because she senses the, the strength of the magic here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, extra camper who shouldn't be here is Antigone. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, and, and Antigone, hi. Uh, uh, Antigone, what are you doing out here alone? Looking for worms. There are frogs everywhere, and they said that everything's gonna die. And um, I, I, I don't know, but Phoebe's gonna um, uh, keep keep you and me protected, and and we just gotta stay out here in the woods so that we don't die from frogs. And it's it's um, I think she's gonna leave us out here alone, just the two of us to, to be safe um, here. But yeah, uh, well, I know it's a, it's a little more involved than that, but yeah, I, I that home. is. Yeah. Uh Christine has died. Um no, Christy, Christine there there's so many people died. Uh I uh and 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 Phoebe's going to make sure that, that if you if you come with us Antigone, just uh we'll we'll stay safe you and me. I won't get eaten by frogs or whatever whatever's happening. Yeah. I think they have to burn stuff and make sacrifices. Just come 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 with us and hey lady, hey lady. Breathe in. And out. Okay, let's go. How are you so calm? I'm very young. I'm not, I haven't fully processed the concept of death yet. Okay. And just like, Jen just keeps glancing to Phoebe and be like, are you sure? Just is, you can only save. Why can't we save more? Like, why can't. Just like, if you can save me, why can't you save the rest? Kind of like looks. Yeah. And yeah, Phoebe will return looks like, yes, I'm sure there's there's rules to this sort of thing. You yeah, we've had this conversation uh, enough times that we recognize the looks of like, you're sure? Yes, I'm sure. So Jen, Phoebe, and Antigone are wandering off into the woods. Leaving the campers alone with Rowan and Aaliyah and Harper. Right. Excellent. And a bunch of frogs. No, the frogs, uh, are, the frogs are back in the water now. Yeah, right? they're gone for now. For now. Yeah. I'm sure they're gone forever, and it's fine. Yeah. Sure. Can I strike a bunch of frogs from the record? So I feel like Rowan would probably try to herd the remaining campers, like, into the chow hall. Just to get them, like, inside in a singular place. 
I think probably he's doing it very badly because he doesn't like actually having to interact with people. Mm-hmm. What are uh, Aaliyah and Harper doing? And we can kind of figure out what scenes we want to do from there. I would love for um, Harper to be helping Rowan uh, for a certain value of helping. And he thinks he's doing a great job of motivating the campers uh, to move into um, the row hall with his raw charisma. Um, but in fact, he has very little, uh, very little sway. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> so at least the two of us are very terribly, uh, trying to get the students in or the campers into, uh, the chow hall. Uh, what is Aaliyah doing? Actually, I think Aaliyah is trying um, she, she's using some of this like busyness um, to to sneak off on her own because um, now she kind of has this other agenda now that she has has had this choice presented to her and now that she knows that there has to be like something has to be done in order to get everyone out of here safely. I like that. Where is she headed to? Is she going to the lake or? Uh, I know she's going to go to uh, wherever she is bumped. Like, if, do all the counselors have like one little cabin for themselves? Yeah, I would imagine this is, you know, the 90s ish. So I imagine that there's probably like, I doubt the cabins for the staff are co-ed so there's probably like a boys bunk and a girls bunk uh for the counselors and then i guess uh, phoebe probably has her own like small cabin as the like head counselor head counselor yeah yeah oh and we also probably there are some uh like off offices where records are stored in case you need like a private private place right actually yeah yeah i think this is like the office like there's it's like um uh like a little um maybe even like like closer to like a trailer kind of thing um and it's where it's where they store all the records um it might be like next to the shed where all the like sports type stuff is kept uh and she goes here um i mean yeah like i could just go into the scene if you want yeah yeah if you want to just jump in okay and we can add stuff if necessary so Aaliyah kind of um, kind of looks like she's also hurting the um, counselor, the, the the campers in the direction of uh, Rowan and Harper. Um, but instead, she's kind of like actually moving backwards a little bit, like as she's like, "Okay, go ahead, go ahead." 
um, she's moving backwards and then to the side. And then as soon as no one has eyes on them, um, they dart over to, to this little um, house sort of uh, trailer type building um, and, and goes inside and there's a cabinet there. Um, like all the records are kind are are actual paper records that, that are kept in like those um, standing cabinets with like the folders that like have the plastic things that clip onto the, um, onto those like uh, wire hanger things. Yeah. I'm yeah. describing this really badly. <laughs> yeah, like the little like plastic like arm kind of things on yeah, them that hold them up yeah, on the shelf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know okay. what you mean. I don't yeah. know what they're called. No, I don't know what they're called either. But also I feel like anybody from Gen Z who's listening to this is like, what? Yeah, yeah you lost them at paper records. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we all know. <laughs> yeah um and you know they have like the, the folders have like the little tabs and the each of the campers names are on a folder and then there's like pertinent information in inside each folder um but at the very bottom of this cabinet there's like one um little drawer that kind of doesn't even look like it is a drawer really um, it looks like it might just be like the bottom part of the cabinet. Uh, and, and she goes over to this drawer and there's like this little like slit um, that is kind of hidden by a lip that sticks out. And she's a key that goes in there and she opens it. And then inside the drawer is um, a, a box. And there's going to be like a, a flashback sort of to um, before when she was still on the mainland, um, she had taken the, the uh, boat over to go meet with the kids and then come back with them. Um, and she gets pulled into the office by some Gaia um, like executive. She doesn't even know like really who this person is. Um, but they say that they're like the person who's, who's managing the camp this year and they give her this box and the key for it and tell her where she's supposed to put the box. And they say, this is like only for a, a extreme emergency. Um, you know, you're, you're out there. There's not really very many adults around and you have all these kids. And of course, kids may get hurt. Um, the camp is, 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 uh, furnished with a very extensive first aid kit. And, um, I know that you are certified and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and it's like a, like, it's just like a, but, and then there's like, it's like, like 30 seconds of silence. She's like sitting there going, um, is he going to keep saying anything? Um, he's like, but sometimes emergencies do occur in which someone will have to leave the camp and be brought over for um, actual medical needs. And this is, this is your way to get someone to come and help you. 
but she and then he says and so she's holding this box it's just like um like a trinkets box kind of um like a a wooden um box with a with a lid that like fits on top of it um and she's kind of fiddling with the lid like she's going to flip it open and he puts his hand like bangs his hand down on top of the lid but you can only open this in case of that emergency and it can only be used once and she's like okay i guess thanks and you know this encounter she kind of dismissed it almost right away right like she has the box she's like whatever it's probably just like a um a satellite phone or something like that, right? Like some, some, some way that, that they can contact the mainland. Um, and, and it's almost like every time she looks at the box, like there's this sort of um, feeling of be completely uncurious about this thing. It's just a box, whatever. Um, you don't want to see inside of it. You don't want to open it. You don't even really want to look at it. You want to just put it in this cabinet where you were instructed and you want to keep this key on you all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, so yeah, so she follows that. And, but now she's like, this is a real emergency. This is the time when I'm like panic button everything. Um, so she goes and, and she uh, opens up this she goes, she goes, get the key. She gets the, the box from inside there. And um, I think she opens it up. And it is actually some sort of like device. Like it doesn't really look like um, a satellite phone. You know, it's not like that big old like block that the satellite phones used to be with the huge antenna yeah. on it. Zach Morris phone. Right. You are losing so many young listeners, right? Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm one uh, I'm young co-host. What's a Zach Morris phone? Um, it's just, uh, from it's Saved like, by the Bell. Zach right. Morris always had a like one of the old and, cell and phones. Like a, it's it just was a, so big. It was huge. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a portable phone, like. Like ten inches long, like has an antenna you have to pull out to get it to work. Right, right. You mean a phone you um, don't have to plug in? So that was that was kind of what she was expecting, but it's actually not. It's just like this little like rectangular square that almost looks like a like a a heart monitor device or like um a blood sugar like device. Um and she's like, what? What am I supposed to do with this? You know, um, and and I think that she like pushes. There's not even like any buttons on it or anything. It doesn't. There's no way to like turn it on or or anything like that. So she's just kind of fiddling around with it, um, and then I think like this red light goes off and it like blinks a couple of times and then this scroll comes on the um the screen and it's like is this a true emergency like that's what the scroll reads but 
there's no there's no buttons there's nothing there and it's just like what what am i supposed to do i'm supposed to like push like what what and she's still trying to figure it out and then it blinks again and it and it says disabled you've been listening to greetings from stability thank you for tuning in we're currently playing sleep away by jay dragon Phoebe is played by Danny, Jen is played by Gina, Aaliyah is played by Lily, Harper is played by Phoenix, and Rowan is played by Blaine. You can follow us on whatever social media you use at StabilityOR. If you'd like to say hi, you can email us at greetings at stabilityor.com. I'm Blaine. I use he, him pronouns. I'm the host of the podcast, You Are Not Alone, a one-with-one actual play podcast where I sit down with a guest each episode and play a game where we try to terrify each other. You can also find the games that I have designed at itch.io slash Blaine C. Martin. You can feel free to cut out this introduction. What up, gamers? Uh, my name is Danny. Uh, you can use any pronouns for me in a in a queer way, not in a pronouns or fake way. Uh, you can find the games that I make at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io, and you can listen to ten plus seasons of nonsense on Pod of Wonder, which is a world building podcast powered by random Wikipedia articles. Hi, I'm Gina. She/her pronouns. I'm not on any social media. I don't make games. Don't follow me. Hi, my name is Lily, and I use she, they pronouns. I can be found um, uh, streaming with Girls Run These Worlds, which is a streaming platform that aims to help uh, marginalized women and femmes particularly, but they are not exclusive, play games on Twitch. I also have my own podcast called Blurred on the Street, which is me and two other people. And we are all uh, Black women femmes talking about being in geeky and nerdy spaces and current events. And then I am in an actual play podcast called Misfits of Space, which started out doing Star Wars, FFG, but moved on to Monster Hearts 2. Those two seasons are complete and available. And now we are doing Scum and Villainy. And coming soon, I will be on another podcast that is hosted by the Bard Rock Network. And it is called Left for Undead. And it is an all-disabled cast that is playing in a zombie apocalypse a la The Last of Us. Hi, I'm Phoenix Roberts. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. I write short horror fiction. You'll find it if you Google hard enough. I also write theatrical slash parlor LARPs. You'll probably only find those if you sign up to attend a convention I happen to be presenting one at. But if you do and you think my games look fun, you should play them.